and welcome to Ending Physician Overwhelm. I'm your host, Dr. Megan Mello. I'm a family and obesity medicine physician, as well as a certified life coach for physicians. In this podcast, we talk about how the learned habits of people-pleasing, perfectionism, and a lack of boundaries show up in our lives and how they contribute to burnout, exhaustion, and overwhelm. The healthcare system is broken, my friends, but let's not wait for it to be fixed in order to feel better. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to a special guest episode of the show. Today, I am so excited to welcome back my friend, Dr. Lara Hockman of Happy Day Health, and she is here to um, share a part of her recent work, which is becoming an author, a published author, available on Amazon. So we're going to talk about that, but um, before we do... Um, welcome back to the show and please, uh, reintroduce yourself to the audience. Uh, you were last on about seven months ago, almost to the day. Um, and we'd love to sort of reintroduce you and get a little bit of your story. Yay. Hello. Hello. Um, sure. So I'm Laura Hockman. I'm the medical matchmaker. So I help doctors find practices that really more closely align with our value systems as physician, where, we can practice with autonomy and really just enjoy practicing medicine again. Um, so that's what I do. And since we last spoke, I added on um, what I realized is that a lot of physicians really need some coaching through the um, interview process. So I do help with that as well. So I've added that on as a service where I will help doctors um, with the resume and, um, and how to interview well in a way that really gets what we need out of the interview and to make sure that the practice is what we're looking for. And then of course, you know, a little bit through contract negotiations as well. Yeah. Oh, it's so, so helpful. Um, just because so many of us never really got any training about how to look for a job, what to think about, what to ask about. Um, I know you have a number of excellent videos on YouTube. Um, so we can find you at happy day health. Um, and I strongly encourage people to go and check some of those out. If you are, uh, even even thinking in your mind, well, maybe someday I might want a new job. It's so helpful um, to have those resources, and you talk about all the things, um, which is so so critical. But um, so today we're going to be talking about this book that um, you are a co-author on, and um, it is a book compiled by our uh, mutual business coach, uh, Dr. Una. And it is a collection of stories of physician entrepreneurs sharing their experiences in learning how to become business owners of all different stripes. And I'd love to hear a little bit about your chapter and sort of what was going through your mind when you heard, hey, you have an opportunity to be an author. So, you know, in the business group, Dr. Una will sometimes throw things out there and, you know, everyone will get excited. And so she threw it out into the group. Hey, who's ever wanted to be an author? And my first thought was, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so my biggest fear, more than flying, more than public speaking, more than death. I mean, like the biggest fear that I have ever had is writing. 
Mm. Um, and, and it's it has been in the past uh, so severe, even writing birthday cards or emails was something that I couldn't do. So <laughs> everyone that's, else that's went a real, that's put a that real change. <laughs> <laughs> I've come a long way since then. So, you know, that that was not exciting, but I figured, hey, you know what? I'm here to grow as a person. And so I very begrudgingly said, yes, I'll do it. Okay, fine. Um, and, and I knew this was going to be a struggle for me. I mean, this was facing my biggest fear head on. And it's really, you know, when I think about it, it's such a silly fear. Like who's afraid of writing? <laughs> I can get up on stage and speak to a thousand people. No problem. But to write what I'm going to speak, that's the part that just... Oh man. So anyway, Dr. Una says, always says, say yes. So I said, yes, I knew it was going to be a struggle, but I did it. And, and, and it's an actual physical book that is actually available today. Uh, and it's a number one bestseller on Amazon already. So yep. the book is called made for more. So I'll say that again later, but we do encourage you of course, to go out and get a copy. Um, and tell us a little bit about what ended up going into your chapter. So this was an opportunity for you to kind of share your experience. And how did you decide what you were going to write about once you got over, once you accepted that fear, maybe, maybe you didn't get over it, but accepted the fear <laughs> and the challenge of contributing to the book? You know, when I thought about what I wanted to write, um, what it, that part was easy. It was very simple. I wanted to show physicians that um, help is on the way. You know, in medicine, I think most of us at some point and probably even right now have lost hope for the future of medicine. Medicine has turned into this beast that has a life of its own and just isn't fun anymore and isn't satisfying and fulfilling like it used to be. And having at the, at the, point that I had written that book, I had already seen so many people doing so many amazing things. And I was hoping to convey that in the book, not just about what I was doing, but that I was one of, and still am, um, I'm one of many people who are really working hard to try to change medicine. Mm -hmm. And, and I wanted to show them, you know, you can do something too. And it doesn't have to be something gigantic. I mean, I spend residency hours working on this, but you don't have to. So, um, you know, we, we had a very limited amount of space that we could write, which is fine because, you know, <laughs> I don't want to write too much, um, nor can I, but, um, but in that short amount of time, I was really hoping to show physicians that help is on the way and to give them the hope that I had found in meeting all these amazing people that I had met. Yeah. But I think there's a, there's a few points I want to highlight there that are so important. One is that the fear is there and it's, it's very real to do what seems like a very simple task, right? To write, um, you know, a certain number of words and, you know, into coherent sentences, which you do all day, you know, as a physician anyway, or mostly coherent sentences in our notes, um, you know, this might seem like a very simple task. You were quite afraid to do that, which many people are afraid to put themselves out there. Uh, you know, whether it's public speaking or writing, but even though you had that fear, you were willing to move forward anyway, right? You didn't, 
I, I'm assuming that you didn't actually get rid of that fear. The fear was there with you, but you decided to take a step forward anyway. Um, can you speak a little bit about that and what that experience was like? Yeah, so that's something that I've been working on for quite a few years already. Um, I, you know, it started with just flying. I, I had, um, you know, there was one time I was flying and took a little nap on the plane, which is great. And then when I woke up and looked out the window, I saw lightning and thunder. Mm. Um, well, I guess you don't, don't see thunder. I saw lightning. And then we had some turbulence and totally freaked out. And, you know, and so since then I had this gigantic fear of flying. And so I had already been working through that and every airplane ride I had thought, oh my gosh, I wish I had taken something, but I never did. Um, which, you know, speaking of fears, because I also have a fear of taking medications. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but at the end of each flight, I was like, wow, I got through it. And, you know, and so that's kind of when I decided I'm going to start putting myself out there to, um, to do things that are purposely facing my fear. Mm -hmm. And so um, it's actually something I've been working on. And I know that it's something that, feel so rewarding once it's done. Yeah. So well, it's, it's a working through, right? Because it's, it's acknowledging that the fear is there. It's being willing to feel it. Mm -hmm. um, and telling yourself afterwards, see, we made it. Exactly. <laughs> like the plane exactly. landed, the chapter is written, the speech is given, everything's okay. Calm down brain. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so, yeah, so I don't have a fear of fear. I'm very mm -hmm. happy putting myself in, in positions that I know I'm going to regret while I'm doing it. <laughs> but, um, but I know that it's, you know, always better in the end. And, um, and I think that's what writing this chapter did for me. And so, you know, even though I wholeheartedly um, despised the idea of writing something that just, there wasn't really a doubt that I should do it. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was holy moly. That was really <laughs> lots of drama going on inside of my brain during that chapter writing session, but, um, but I did it and I'm glad I did. And, and I, you know, the book was published today as of, you know, as of this recording and I read my chapter and, you know, I wrote it 18 months ago. So I've, you know, I forgot the details and I forgot the words that I wrote and the sentences I wrote, I knew what I wrote, but I couldn't remember the details. And I was so pleasantly surprised. I was like, oh my gosh, I wrote that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it feels good. Yeah. Well, and there, you know, yes, there's certainly that element of, you know, self-judgment that often creeps in. And, you know, as you and I have gotten to know each other better, I know that one of the things that we have in common uh, is, is struggling with procrastination, right? And that's a, that's common to physicians. It's common to, you know, people trying to set up new businesses, um, you know, kind of all of the things. And I imagine that procrastination came up for you when you uh, were writing this chapter. And so I'm wondering kind of what that experience was like and what you did to push through. I talk a lot about, um, you know, perfectionism and, and I see procrastination as often, you know, kind of an avoidance of finishing something because we need it to be perfect. We need it to be just so, right? We don't have all the information. Um, but tell us a little bit about, about procrastination in this chapter. All right. So at the beginning, um, I was super motivated and, you know, motivation is not something that can last forever. So I sat down, I wrote my words and I was super excited and like, I mean, beyond excited because I just sat down and wrote something. 
and then came back to it the next day and I was dismally disappointed when I read it. Um, and I think that's kind of when I was just like, oh gosh, here we go again. And, um, and I rewrote it so many times. Um, this is reminiscent of writing my entrance uh, essays for <laughs> residency in med school and college. Um, but I rewrote it so many times and I was never happy with it. There's definitely that perfectionism that comes in. Um, and <laughs> when the first deadline came in to submit the first draft, there were tears galore. I mean, I was beside myself because the finished product was pretty horrendous. And, um, and then, you know, the answer at that that point was, hey, don't worry about it. Um, you can always rewrite it. So like, okay, fine. So, <laughs> so first draft I submitted, I believe I rewrote the entire thing many times, but there was a lot of, um, a lot going on in my head. I think I submitted it maybe an hour before the deadline. And, mm -hmm. and, and we had a long time to write it. It wasn't just like, hey, write a chapter and submit it in a week. I had all this time and um, that perfectionism just kept stopping me from being happy with what I was doing when I actually was very happy with the message, mm -hmm. but, and the content, but I was not happy with the words as they were written. Um, so yes, procrastination was definitely an issue on this, um, because it's perfect. I, it had to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so funny because what, what's so important right in in a story like this is not is not the beauty of the words right the most brilliantly constructed sentences right it's the idea it's the um you know it's what you want to communicate to the other people who will pick up this book and and you know find find themselves in your story right mm -hmm. yeah. yeah we we so often get stuck in that <laughs> yeah so thank you for thank you for sharing that um, tell us, uh, what you think about, you know, someone who's listening to us talk right now and, um, why should they go out and buy the book? You know, the book is really amazing. Um, I may have not written about my fear of writing or my, or overcoming my fears, but I know that a lot of physicians that wrote chapters did. And mm -hmm. as physicians, we are such perfectionists and we feel that, we have no transferable skills. All we know how to do is be a physician. And I think so many physicians have lost hope for medicine, have mm -hmm. lost hope for, um, you know, what they can do and their own future. And so many physicians feel trapped. And I really feel like reading the stories in this book, it shows you that you're not alone. You feel the same way as many other physicians right now. And I think it shows you what's possible because, you know, I was flipping through the, the book earlier. My, um, my eight-year-old is home today with, you know, she's not feeling well. So we're sitting and flipping through the book and she's asking me, which one of these are your best, best friends? And so, you know, at chapter one, oh, I love that one. Chapter two, oh, I love this physician too. Chapter three. And I just, you know, it's really cool. And seeing all these people, not only do I know and love these people so much, um, they're just regular people like you and me, and they're imperfect in a, in the most beautiful way. And, you know, seeing them and reading their chapters and mine also like knowing 
how I feel about myself and what I was able to put down on paper and knowing that they feel imperfect. And I know their struggles because I know them as human beings. It's really cool to read that. And I really think that um, everyone can benefit from reading the book because these are regular people. These are people who also thought at one point, I'm just a doctor. Yeah. You know, we've yeah. all thought that at some point, including Just a doctor, me. it's all I know how to do. Exactly. If I can't be a and... doctor, I'll be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, you know, when I think back just a few years ago, before I started my business, if you had told me what I was doing today, there is no way I would have believed it because I was just a doctor. I can't do anything else. Um and it's really cool to just think back to who I was and who I am today. And, uh, and I know the other people in this, that are in the book are the same, just amazing yeah. people who are normal, normal people, yeah. normal physicians. Yeah. Well, and I, I'm, I have not uh, yet read the book, but I'm going to imagine, you know, that in reading these stories and just knowing sort of the interconnectedness of the, all the authors who contributed to this book you can sense the importance in people's stories of community, right? We have a particular community um, that we are a part of and it's, it's amazing. And yet there are other many important communities available and the importance of that for us as people, you know, we can get very siloed and think, okay, I've got to be the professional, you know, I'm the physician in the room. I've got to be the leader in this way. And so many of us really struggle with loneliness and feeling like no one thinks the same thoughts we, you know, are thinking no one struggles with the same things. Um, And so I'm really looking forward to it because I imagine that that theme is highlighted. And I don't know if you can share, you know, kind of your your quick take on, on the book and, um, and your thoughts about community and the value of that. Yeah. I think that a large portion of, or a large, you know, the majority of issues that we have as a society could be, um, healed by community. Mm -hmm. A lot of what we do and a lot of why we do it is because of loneliness or feeling like you don't belong. And, and, um, I would say that this contributes not just to what's going on in medicine, but just in, the world today. Um, Mm. So, and I could probably speak about that for (laughs) hours and hours and hours. So (laughs) more than what we can cover today, but yeah. We'll we'll spare you dear listener. (laughs) (laughs) I'll spare you from my rambling thoughts that I cannot put down on paper. (laughs) um, But yeah, I I think that it's so huge. And this is the community that has given me hope for the future of medicine and I'm so excited for people to read it. And I haven't finished reading all the stories either. So I'm excited to finish reading them yeah. too. They're just so cool. Oh, that's awesome. So for anyone who's out there listening, again, the book is called Made for More. Um, and it is written by how, how many physicians? There are 47 physicians. 47 physicians, largely women physicians who have contributed to the making of this book, who have put you know, some blood, sweat, and tears into sharing their stories for the sole purpose of really creating dialogue about how we are more than just our titles. We are more than just our professions, and we have opportunities to really embrace more parts of ourselves 
um, whether or not we continue to practice medicine. I'm so excited to read it. Um, thank you so much for coming on and talking to us about the book. Um, if people are interested in finding out um, more about you and the work that you're doing, where can my listeners find you? Oh, yeah. So my website is www.happydayhealth.co. Um, I'm not on YouTube. .com. .co. <laughs> um, my, my YouTube channel is Happy Day Health by Laura Hockman, MD. So please go check it out. I'm always adding to it. And if you have anything you want me to cover, you know, just let me know. I'm happy to make a video about that too. Um, I'm on Instagram as Happy Day MD, I believe. Twitter, Happy Day MD one. And uh, TikTok, I don't even know what I'm on TikTok. Happy Day MD, maybe. <laughs> and of course, I live, eve, eat, breathe on LinkedIn. So I'm just there as Laura Huckman MD. Yes. And it's just, I'll speak to it. You know, you have such a lovely combination of really informative videos and a few really creative, funny ones. Um, and so it's just, a, it's a real delight to watch you and to continue to watch your business evolve. And I'm so glad that you came to join me and, you know, share your updates. So thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for the work you do. It's really great. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. That's what we have for you today. Thank you for joining. Again, if you are interested in learning more about the book, it's called Made for More, and it's available as of today, which is January 17th. Um, so go check it out at your favorite bookstore, probably online, but you know, whatever that works out for you. Okay. You have a great rest of your day and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Well, that's our show for today. Thank you as always for listening. To learn more about my coaching programs, head to www.healthierforgood.com. And if you love this podcast, please drop us a review on iTunes or support the show by clicking the link in the show notes. Until next time, take care.